but our vision is very much to create games that the entire world can play together. There's things like the Olympics that the entire world gets excited about. But with the Olympics, unless you're one of those very few athletes, you know, it's just something that you're watching. You're not participating in. It could be so much more fun if we had, you know, an Olympics that everyone was was playing in. Um, so that's what we're shooting for with our next game. Hey, what's going on? I hope you are well and having a good week as always. Uh, so this week on the Welcome to the Metaverse podcast, we are revisiting an awesome project by the name of Internet Game. And now you can think of this as a sort of squid game meets HQ trivia, if you remember that, uh, where you play a series of online mini games to win blue chip NFTs like Bored Apes. Now, we've talked about this project a little bit on the show before. They are back for season two and CEO Jordan Lejuan is here to tell us what they have in store. Jordan is a Forbes 30 under 30 serial founder with many previous successes under his belt. Uh, Internet Game recently had a $5 million raise too. So really interesting uh, time to be chatting about this project and the future of content in this space. Jordan did a great job of explaining what is coming for season two, so I know you're going to enjoy this one. This podcast is, of course, sponsored by the brilliant EveryRealm, who are a leader in metaverse innovation, investment, and NFTs. Uh, they recently announced their new project, The Row, a members-only master-planned real estate development designed by some of the best architects and artists in the world. The link is below for you to request an invitation, so one you definitely don't want to miss out on. Uh, make sure you follow them on Twitter at EveryRealm, where you'll find a link to their Discord, or you can head over to everyrealm.com to check out everything that they are up to alongside being one of the largest owners of digital real estate nfts across a huge variety of metaverse projects i'll put all the links along with my own socials in the show notes so you can easily click through i should also say that i do hold some internet game tokens and played season one otherwise no affiliation with them i'm just a fan of what they're building and for the future of content in web3 of course always do your own research nothing in this podcast is investment advice but for informational purposes only and with that said let's dive into this week's episode jordan great to have you back on the show again thanks for coming on good to be back yeah it's gonna be fun uh this is gonna be an awesome chat uh we caught up probably nine months to maybe maybe even a year ago now uh, a little while ago all about the internet game uh, so some people would have heard that and uh, lots of people might be new to this so yeah we're gonna kind of catch up on what's been happening since your first run of this awesome idea this awesome concept that you created and last time we talked it was it was a pretty nascent idea you were about to launch the internet game and it caught my attention to something genuinely uh, that sounded crucially really fun the space was kind of uh full of promise and there was not much uh not many projects that had delivered anything yet but you kind of created uh, this game concept which was really fun so uh yeah it's, it's been very cool uh, so since then a lot's happened uh, you've had season one it was awesome and then there's also been some pretty challenging kind of market times as well so yeah a lot has changed but uh, let's start for newcomers maybe you could give us the quick rundown of what internet game is and what kind of the overall vision is for this for this uh, concept you've created um yeah so internet game my partner and i we were we are very fascinated by live interactive social experiences um things like like clubhouse or like hq trivia things like that so we just we wanted to do a, a number of experiments in that space and kind of just figure out you know what what we could make that people would really love and one of our first ideas was very much inspired by squid game which was really popular at the time on netflix you know basically just like the concept the concept of elimination style uh, tournaments with Squid Game, it was you know people died if they <laughs> if they didn't get through. So we thought let's make a little bit a friendlier version um, and do it with Web three. So the idea was basically we made five very very simple but very fun mini games, to, uh, games that really anyone could play, anyone could be good at. You know the the litmus test was whether my partner's mom could play and actually you know have a chance at winning. Um, and then people minted an NFT in order to play. And we took 60% of the mint fees and bought the biggest NFTs in the space, um, all actually through, uh, all chosen by Discord vote. So we had you know, two board apes, mutant apes, doodles, azukis, 
you know, all, all the big ones, it was over like $1.2 million um, in NFT prizes. And then, yeah, we played the games. Um, it was over five days. People had 24 hours to log their best score on whatever that particular game was. Um, and these are, you know, unconventional games. So for example, one of them, which was one of the more clever ones, I think was kind of based on the prisoner's dilemma problem, that kind of like thought problem. Um, the idea was that you got matched up randomly with another player and you had a private chat between you, but you didn't know who the other person was, like which place they were in or anything like that. And then you had 24 hours to talk to each other and decide if you wanted to collaborate with them or backstab them or hide, which is kind of the foil of the backstab. Backstabbing, you know, if you backstab them, they're they're eliminated, they're out. But uh, you know, it was the it was not the, the safest thing to do because if they hid, then you would be eliminated. But backstabbing gave you the most points, so it was this interesting psychological problem, and it was really fun watching people, you know, try to convince the other person that they've never met before that they should trust them, you know. And people were doing really interesting things, like you know, doxing themselves or meeting up on other platforms, doing video chats with each other, and you know, for trying to establish trust further. Um, so that was one of the fun games. Another one uh, was called Memfuck. And the idea there was it was that classic memory game where there's a bunch of tiles that are flipped over and you flip over two at a time, try to get matching pairs. But our interesting spin was that it would start to mess with you when you got things wrong. So, you know, you'd, you'd get two wrong and then like the, the outer row would shift, you know, or like two of them would flip positions or the entire board would start spinning. So, you know, that was kind of our, our model is let's take existing games that we know work really well and then add some kind of like new surprising twist to make it interesting. Yeah, so we did that all five games went from 8000 players down to 500 winners. And uh, the, the resounding feedback was that it was the most fun people had had in the web three space. So uh, yeah, and now we're we're gunning towards our season two. This time we're going bigger. We have seven, uh, yeah, six games. And a, a, a number of them are like live multiplayer games more akin to Mario Party style games. We have G money. Uh, the infamous G Money as the host of season two, along with comedian Leah Lamar. And he's going to be on on uh, motion capture, like rigged up as his CryptoPunk and, you know, kind of like live commenting on the games um, and making it much more of a like a TV show live experience. Yeah, I love this. Like it's the perfect combination of the use of this technology, right? There's there's a lot of, you know, projects that uh, people have seen that, that maybe sort of either don't really solve a problem or are experimental and that's kind of cool but sort of don't really have a, a use case and then yeah like people will always love games and it was done in the perfect way where you kind of used nfts to give people access it was accessible it was something that everybody could play they're browser-based games so kind of all you needed right was like a computer in a browser and you could play along with these clever games and yeah it had like sort of all the elements of of you know uh, uh, and using the technology in a really cool way with some like you say these these huge prizes that change people's lives so yes yeah, it's, it's such a concept I'm, I'm so pleased to to have seen it done so well and and yeah we'll talk about obviously season two soon because it's uh it, it also feels like i mean and, and you can tell me but part of a much bigger plan like I, I will have no surprises in five years time when this maybe is a huge entertainment format that kind of spans you know globally in some way it just feels like these these are kind of the, the early days of that it's uh yeah it's very very cool um, I guess before we get on to kind of the season two stuff, yeah, I mean, you get you gave us some kind of stats there, which were amazing about season one, and kind of the prize pool is huge. These are the biggest NFTs in the, in the space. So this is, you know, if this was mainstream TV, it would, it would, uh, you know, press would be everywhere, and like this is happening, and it's, uh, yeah, people are discovering it online, which is so cool. Uh, what what did you kind of take away from season one that maybe you felt you could come come back and and do something bigger and better? Like what what were kind of your learnings from from after season one? Um, one of the more interesting ones was us adding live a live component where you're playing against other people or um, coming up with games that people can live stream so others can watch them play was a big deal um, that we didn't really uh, think about the first time around. 
So one of the games that I didn't describe, it was called um, Death Race. It was the last the last game, and it was an homage to the one from the game from Squid Game, where people are going across a, a bridge made of glass tiles, and there was like one, you had to choose one tile or the other, and one of them was a, a breakable tile, and they would fall to their death. So we did like kind of a play on that one, where you're trying to get across this bridge, but there would be maybe you know uh, two tiles between two and eight tiles. There was a, there was a number on each of these tiles, one through eight, say. And if it's an eight, it, it has eight times the chance of being the death tile as the one with the one, but you get eight points if you chose that one. Anyways, so um, we had someone randomly that decided they wanted to stream this in our Discord. So we had, you know, uh, there was like 60 people watching and he actually allowed our entire Discord to vote on which tile he chose. And it just made for this really amazing community experience where, you know, you were like really living the excitement of this player by watching him and being a part of that game. So yeah, that was a big inspiration for us to to move towards um, live multiplayer games, which three of these games, half the games are in season two. And yeah, we're excited about being bigger on Twitch and having this be more more social than it was um, in season one. Yeah, I love that. That's so cool. Like, and yeah, bringing in those elements of, of yeah, just kind of jeopardy for the community, even if you're not involved in that. It's, there's, uh, yeah, it's many kind of layers to this. And it's, it's very, very cool. Um, and bring us up to scratch kind of what happened after season one. First of all, did, did you speak to any of the the winners? Like uh, someone want to want to board Ape and um, did, did you chat to them at all? I'd love to kind of know their reaction. That's pretty life changing, right? Yeah, actually, both are really good stories. So we, had, we had two board Apes that were first and second prize. And those are the, the people that we actually ended up talking to. First place we actually had on one of our Discord AMA. Um, turns out he was like um, used to be a, a, a poker player and then has just played video games a lot and then he was a VC and just quit and then he found video or internet game he actually like really really gamed the system in a really clever way I mean one he bought 55 game tokens which were the NFTs that you could play with and then I think he at the end of it he only had something like five or so left out of, a, out of the 55, one of those was a first place with place token, but he walked through his strategy and his thinking for all five of those games. And it was like amazing to hear um, just how, how much thought he had put into this, you know, like a, the, in terms of like the game theory of just maximizing his chances of winning and, you know, like the results spoke for themselves. Um, a lot of people thought he had cheated because of how well he did. But once you heard his explanation of the, the game theory, um, it was like, okay, cool. Like this guy deserved to win. Like that was just, he played it smart. He took a big risk and it paid off. So they, that was cool. And then the more um, heartfelt one was the second place winner, which was also Bored Ape, which was at the time worth 300 grand. The, I guess he had just lost like two jobs and it was like really down on his luck and like in debt and all these things. And kind of just like, let's try out this internet game thing. Like maybe this would be my saving grace. Um, and it was, you know, really doing, he was in a, in a rough, rough space. And then he, he won, he won second place. Yes. Um, and even cooler than that, he didn't, I guess he didn't realize that he won. And people started tagging him in Discord being like, congrats, congrats. And he came on and was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so yeah, like it's, it's also been really cool to see stories like that where, you know, one of these prizes is, is quite literally life-changing. Um, and seeing the you know how it affects the people that win them yeah yeah they're awesome stories aren't they that's so that's so nice to hear and yeah cool that one was kind of clever and like that's very much the the brain of a poker player and fair play to him like really thought about it on a level that most people didn't and then yeah great second story as well that's that's very cool and um i know you had you you, you had a public um well you had a, a raise right you rose uh, raised some money between seasons which is very exciting so yeah what, what were some of the conversations after season one how did that end up happening and um how did kind of g money get involved as well oh g money was actually investor um prior in our in our pre-seed round oh really okay cool. yeah exactly mm. so um it's it's been planned for him to be the host for quite some time um as he was one of our first web3 investors uh we started pitching investors and pretty much immediately after. I think we took a week off <laughs> because we needed to sleep. Um, and then, yeah, just started talking to people. 
Um, and it was interesting because, you know, we didn't really fully understand what we were building at that point, you know, kind of the vision, um, because it was just an experiment at first, we didn't know we were going to build a company out of it. The vision for it really kind of grew as we started talking to investors and other people in the space. And one thing that really came uh, or became really obvious just based on the number of people requesting this was that people wanted to launch their own versions of internet game. Um, we had, you know, discord communities and Twitter influencers, um, you know, Twitch streamers being like, Hey, like I have this really big audience. It would be super cool if I could launch my own version. Like, can I have your code or can I white label it or, you know, something like that. And we were like, Ooh, okay. That'd be really cool. So what we've done since then, um, we now have a team of 12. We have, you know, three game developers, three full-time, everyone's full-time, uh, but three, uh, full stack developers and, and people that have been building out, um, what we call the internet game platform. So that, uh, basically after season two, we're going to open it up and allow other people to come on and spin up their own tournaments. So they can use our, our mini game library. Any game we develop will be made uh, accessible. They can brand it and have like a banner and everything. They can provide their own prize pool, be it NFTs or uh, ERC20 or, you know, the offline prizes if they want to. And then they can even uh, use it to monetize if they want to. Like they could charge people a buy-in um, or, or not. And then also they can they can gate it, which is the coolest part. So you can uh, gate it with NFTs. Like only people that own your NFT can play. You could gate it with uh, people that are in your Discord, people that follow you on Twitter, people that follow you on YouTube. And what we've kind of, yeah, kind of found is that we've built this incredible engagement platform for communities. Kind of like the standard thing to do right now to engage your community is to do a giveaway, which is just not that interesting. The other thing people are doing is there's a few games on Steam that are being commonly commonly used. It'd be like, hey guys, this Saturday, let's all play a game together. But the games are not very good. It's totally separate from, from Discord and, and from your NFT and everything else. Um, so we're building something that's very, very tightly integrated and that really anyone can use to have fun, either with your you, know, you and your group of friends or you and your 70,000 person Discord that are all into the same the same thing. Yeah, that's so, so cool because that's a lot of what this space is about, isn't it? Giving the power to kind of community members and letting them to, and, and that will only grow the, the whole kind of uh, concept as well, and awareness of, of internet game as well, letting people kind of be a part of that and run their own sort of mini games is, is really smart and uh, yeah, very cool. So that's that's really exciting. That's got me thinking as well. So um, it's just really cool. Nice. Okay. And um, yeah, let, well, let's get into season two because uh, that is pretty much why we're here really. So yeah, bigger and better and the great theme as well, the bear market battle, which is interesting <laughs> because obviously we've seen like the you know market um, correct as it as it was always going to and as, as happened, you know, many times before in, in the crypto kind of sphere or whatever you want to call it. But it, the cool thing about internet game is that people will play games, whether it's a, a bear market or whether stuff's down or not, right? People love games. And so it's one that's going to come through and I've got no doubts we'll do really well in this kind of um, scenario as well, which is cool. So yeah, maybe run us through um, sort of the vision for season two. Uh, you've mentioned a couple of things, but how will it work this time around? Uh, I know there's kind of a few different rounds. There's a finale again, uh, kind of staking and and also um, for newcomers, we didn't mention about being able to get so far through the game and then potentially selling your NFT as kind of the past to someone else who might want to run to the end if they think they can do it. So um, yeah, we'd love to kind of hear just the, the order of season two. Yeah, yeah, sure thing. Yeah, just to detail the, the part you just mentioned. Uh, the most interesting use case of NFT tech that we had from season one that will be in season two as well is that your your score and your rank were actually tied to the NFT that you had, not to your your accounts or anything like that, just 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 to the NFT. And then we were dynamically updating the metadata on each NFT across eight you know eight thousand collection to actually show the rank and the score in the title of it as well as the metadata and the image itself to show if the that particular game token was still active or not, basically. And then we would lock sales basically during the actual game. So you couldn't like play and not do well and then sell it to somebody else. 
Um, but between the games, you did have the option to go and sell it. And if someone bought your NFT um, and then, you know, it was in their wallet and they started playing, they would inherit your rank and your score. So it allowed you to cash out basically if you were doing well, um, but didn't want to risk going forward, which is pretty cool. So yeah, we've went to pretty great lengths actually to make sure that was still a, a component of season two. Season two is a little bit different than season one. There's the Mint and then there's a week of single player games. There's three games that are following the same model as season one and that you'll have 24 hours to play each game. You'll have a certain number of attempts to get your high score. And then there'll be, you know, some time in between those games that will allow you to decide if you want to sell your game token to somebody else based on how many points you got, right? So you have these, you have these three games that are, you're, you're only getting points. There's no eliminations. Um, but after those three games, you'll kind of know where you are in the leaderboard and your chances of actually getting, you know, first place for a board ape or something like that. And then we have the big finale. So that's going to be on September 22nd. We'll have, yeah, G Money and, and Leah Lamar at uh, Zero Space Studios here in Brooklyn. G Money on, on motion capture, Leah on a giant XR stage. Um, XR is um, how they shot Mandalorian. It is a, instead of a, a green screen, it's a gigantic LED screen. Um, and it's LED on the floor as well as the, the walls behind the person. And then, so she'll be on that, right? And the, the way the XR works is you can put like any incredible, amazing background. You can make it look like they're you know, in the metaverse. Um, and then the camera, it's, it's location aware. So that as you're moving the camera, the background skews perfectly. So it looks like they're actually wherever you're placing them. Super cool, like no post editing, no nothing. The lighting is accurate because it's, you know, it's, it's the actual background, right? It's not like a green screen. Um, and then we'll superimpose G Money next to her, right? So like, it's gonna look totally insane um, and super cool. And so, yeah, it'll be, you know, like the, the camera will like sweep in and they'll be like, welcome to internet game with like cool music, blah, blah, blah. Um, very much like a TV show. And then uh, there'll be some, you know, basically cool content that we have planned in between the games. But then the, the games themselves, there'll be three live multiplayer games. Um, the, the easiest way to understand these is if you played Mario Party, they're very much like that. So for example, one of the games that's public right now, um, we call it Sumo Smash, but it's based on my favorite game from Mario Party, which is called Bumper Balls. It's just four players and you're on like a circular platform. You're all like basically standing on balls and you're trying to like pump, uh, just push each other off like, like Sumo. Super simple game, like really couldn't be more simple, but it's just so, so, so fun. So for that one, you know, it'll be elimination such that if you get, if you're the first person off, like you're out um, and then you, you'll get points um, based on how well you did, basically how many kills you got, how many, if you, how many times you died and which place you got first, second, third or fourth, if you continue forward. Yeah. So three, three games similar to that. And then we'll announce winners and send out NFTs again. Yes. Love it. And uh, you just started the kind of voting for what NFTs to buy, right? So I think last time I checked, it was, it was another board ape was going to be going to be up there as number one and yep. then, uh, and then <laughs> yeah. kind of... our audience loves board apes it was i think it was like four to one board ape versus crypto punk pretty crazy and then uh when when will the spending spree start for for the, the rest of the prizes is that uh is that a date in the diary or does that kind of roll out as uh, as we get through it yeah the mint's on august 30th and 31st so that's when we'll have all the cash and then we'll let's do it's like a week-long sprint where all we're doing is voting and buying it's actually difficult to spend several million dollars on nfts it takes a it takes a long time <laughs> so it's a it's a full time job for one of our people for that that whole week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not a problem that I've had to experience yet. But uh, we'll, we'll yeah. see. That's cool. Um, and also, like, I know you can't say too much, but you 
tend to sort of surprise people along the way but not all the games are necessarily exactly how they uh would look to begin with so i imagine there'll be some elements of surprise along this whole journey is that fair to say oh yeah for sure um i mean we have the as as like as season one we have the names of the games on the website so people start to you know postulate and come up with things they're they're usually like pretty good at guessing things i've been shocked um but for the most part the for the most part, the games will be surprises, yeah. And then just the whole TV show experience, I think, will be a, a pretty like mind blowing surprise for people that don't expect that. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, I was going to ask you, what what do you think kind of makes a good internet game player? Like you mentioned, those cool stories of someone thinking uh, from a kind of poker brain versus uh, someone else just kind of going for it. Is there any any advice that you could you could give to everyone? What would how how would you sort of approach? Uh, internet game yeah good question i mean we do strive to make the games like simple enough for everyone anyone to win but it seems like you know because we do strive to have a variety that being kind of like a well-rounded person is a is a good thing to have having played video games you know like that definitely is helpful for sure hand-eye coordination and things like that but i mean even the controls of these games are meant to be very simple because you can play them on desktop and and mobile that so um Making it so that it's it's fair on both platforms actually really really restricts what kind of games we can launch and how adva- like how complicated the controls can be. It's mostly like a, you know one button and movement or or just movement um, things like that. Yeah, very cool, good stuff. Um, and you've mentioned a lot of great stuff already. Is there any alpha that you can give us that you haven't said anywhere else just yet, or is uh, is it all under wraps for the minute? <laughs> I had to ask. Um, There's anything I can say that we haven't seen anywhere else. Let's see. I mean, one thing we're also excited about is just the launch of the the arcade platform, which is just basically what we call the ability for you to come back and play these games anytime you want after season two. You know, these these seasons are these uh, major events that are pretty much like marketing, like top of funnel for people to find out about us. It gives us the opportunity to, to partner with a, a major, major influencer um, and, you know, kind of bring more people into our ecosystem. But then it's really the majority of what Internet Game will be is this arcade where you know, you can come on and play these mini games whenever you want. And there's tournaments that are happening all the time, both ones that we spin up as well as ones that other other communities, other brands are putting on. Let's see, I guess, well, actually one piece of alpha is that there is going to be an announcement during season two about what our next internet game is going to be. And it's very cool. Cool, like that, that's good, that's good. Yeah, we'll take that, absolutely, that's good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It, it'll be in, in between the games, will be, uh, there'll be a little thing that happens so yeah nice love that that's very cool um and i want to ask you we mentioned at the beginning kind of the bigger vision obviously you'd say as much or as little as you like but you know the kind of sort of five year or maybe even sort of further than that kind of plan because this is so metaverse native as well it's like you know it feels really fresh as uh, we've seen tv game shows for years and and it's a format that humans will love forever this is very fresh and very new and very metaverse focused so will, will at some point are you thinking it's the kind of uh, format that can be globally played, maybe like with AR elements or in virtual reality type elements. Or yeah, I'd just love to know your kind of bigger picture thinking out of interest if you're happy to share. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we see these these seasons as our opportunity several times a year to kind of push um, even further into the, the type of games that we're creating. Um, so we, yeah, definitely very, very inspired by Niantic and Pokemon Go um, and, uh, you know, see, see a future where, um, we expand outside of mini games that are being played on, on you know, in the browser or kind of like, you know, inside of a screen and doing far more interesting things and getting people to interact with each other out in the real real world like Pokemon Go did so well. 
Um, but our vision is is um, very much to create games that the entire world can play together. Like the number we're shooting for, we want like a billion people to play a game together. You know, we think it's it's super cool that um, there's things like the Olympics that the entire world gets excited about. But with the Olympics, unless you're one of those very few athletes, you know, it's just something that you're watching. You're not participating in. Um, it could be so much more fun if we had, you know, an Olympics that everyone was was playing in. Um, so that's what we're shooting for with Internet Game. Yeah, what a cool like tagline that is. Because yeah, suddenly you go, yeah, that's so true. Is they imagine a massive uh, global kind of Olympics that everybody could get involved with? But yeah, that's that's such a cool uh, cool idea. I love that. Uh, awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, you, I was excited before the interview, but I am uh, ten times as excited now, which which is good, and I'm sure everyone listening is as well. Um, I guess kind of the final thing is, is just to maybe hit us with those dates again. So the drop is thirtieth and thirty first, first of August for the for the first NFTs to kind of get involved in it in this season. Is that right? And then, yeah, maybe you could just remind us of the crucial dates. Yeah, sure thing. Yeah, mints on August 30th, 31st. 30th, 30th is the public sale. 31st is the private sale. Prices to be announced based on the price of ETH, you know, probably shooting for like around 0.1, but we'll see, you know, what happens with the merge and everything else. And then the, the games, the single player games of that first week start on the 12th. And then the big finale uh, is on september 22nd nice nice well uh yeah jordan thank you so much uh good luck to everyone who uh who if you want to get involved uh, i will be there so i will see you there uh, in some form but um yeah thanks so much and and all the best with it and i can't wait to hopefully have you on again for for each season hopefully because uh, i can see this uh, becoming a, a really huge deal so i'm uh, i'm excited for you so yeah thank you so much for coming on thank you thank you